the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Nate from Strictly Diesel is sitting here next to me. And uh, Nate knows uh, blue smoke from black smoke. And he knows he can actually listen to the engine blindfolded and tell you if it's a Dodge, a Ford, or a Chevy. Isn't that right? It drives my kids crazy when I do that. <laughs> yeah. And I've got them halfway trained, too. So it's pretty amazing. Yeah. I know. It, it, it really is. When the kids were younger... Um, I'll, I'll admit that there was times I threw stuff on the wall that wasn't true, just right. to just to impress them. But I knew they didn't know any different. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. So it was it was the way it is. Okay, I'm going to talk to you uh, about a, a great shop in town, 38th Avenue, and and, and Indian School is Larry Harker's Auto. Has been around in Phoenix since 1967. From auto, electrical work, brake service, vehicle emissions, oil changes. Why does the uh, car quack on Thursday mornings at 10 o'clock when I first started up? That kind of stuff, they can handle everything. And I can't tell you how many times I've sent someone there that had a problem that people were estimating into the thousands or or no one could find it. And uh, and they have pulled a rabbit out of their hat. So um, Bob and Ellen own uh, Larry Harker's Auto. And Ellen is the front counter and Bob is in the shop. And uh, between the two of them, they have amassed a, a great group of people that know right from wrong. So if you're in that area, 38th Avenue and in Indian School, then Larry Harker's Auto Repair. And and real quick, John had called the old transmission shop owner, and we yes. talked about that in the break. Um, we agree with everything he said. Yes. It's it's a difficult thing that we're doing, um, and, and, and the, these huge changes, when we went from conventional to synthetic was a huge change. When we went from points and condenser to electronic ignition, it was a change. When we went to a carburetor with an electric solenoid on it that metered the fuel, and then we went from there to fuel injection, and now we don't have distributors. Now we have a fuel pump in the tank. Now we have eight injectors and eight spark plugs. Now we have a car that transmits all the data in the car to the cloud. Right. We have all of this stuff going on, and we have cars with computers that are sophisticated beyond belief. Yep. And the car can make its own mind up based on parameters, and it can save your butt sometimes too. So those are the kinds of things that we have, and, and there's no excuse. What, what really is the default is is the owner's manual. And I say that because that takes me off the hook and I don't have to side with the guy who wants to do 40,000 miles between oil changes and the guy that wants to do 3,000 mile oil changes on his brand new Chevy Ford Honda Toyota uh, Dodge. I don't have to pick them. Just go to the owner's manual and whatever the owner's manual, it's written for your vehicle and and stick with those parameters. Except for one thing, and I'll give you an example of an, of an except. Sure. If it if it talks about that you you change your oil at ten thousand miles, and you and that'll take you two years, I'm probably not going to do that. 
I, I that tells me you hardly drive your car, and there's probably a whole lot of water in your oil because you're never really bringing the engine up to operating temperature. Yep. And so I'm going to put you in a semi-synthetic, and I'm going to have you do come in every 5,000 miles. So we can modify you and your miles and your car. There are ways, because we have three kinds of oil, conventional, semi-synthetic, and synthetic. We can make it work with the mileages of all of that. And so let's go to the phone. George, good morning to you. How can you help? How can we help you? Well, good morning. Um, I'm in the market to buy a small motorhome that can um, haul a two-horse horse trailer. And I'm going back and forth between the V10 and a diesel. And uh, I need some uh, expert advice as what would give me the best uh, non-service uh, thing and, uh, and whether and, or not I can find a used one. Okay, but you already know that the ones you're looking at, whether it's the V10 or a diesel, you already know that the gross combined weight, which is the motorhome loaded, the trailer loaded, that number is less than the gross combined weight of the truck and trailer. So we don't have to deal with the weight ratios. We don't have to deal with how much the horses weigh, how much the trailer weighs, because you've done all of that. You're just asking us to, That's correct. Under, under that kind of a choo-choo train, with the motorhome on the front and a two-horse behind it, with a saddles, maybe a bale of hay on the top of it, we, we get that. Um, go ahead, you first. If he was just the motorhome, yeah. I'd say V10. Okay. But the fact that he wants to haul the two-horse, I think you got to go diesel. And and tell me what diesel's options you're looking at, uh, George. Well, I mean, I right right now I drive a uh, Dodge Ram a Hemi uh, V8, uh, okay. and I love the thing. But uh, I don't I don't really know diesels. So, okay. Um, well. There's well, that, too. If you don't know diesel, stick with the gas and, and keep on going. Yeah, there, there's merit to that. Yeah, I, I like that. I absolutely. like that. If, if you're happy, I think. Because the diesel, you don't want to drive like a gas engine. You know, and the maintenance is different. Maintenance and is different. Cooling system is different. Everything yeah. is, is, is different. Yep. Um, I, which, what, which diesel are you looking at with respect to the motorhome you're at? Are you looking at the, uh, what, what diesel motor are you looking at? <clears throat> Well, that's why I called you. Okay. Well, the, the Dodge is going to be the 6.7. And you're, if you get a Freightliner chassis, right. I just bought a motorhome sitting on a Freightline chassis, and I've got a Cummins 11-liter uh, in there, and I think it's got 360 right. horsepower, and that thing would move Scottsdale south of Chandler if I ask it to. So right. I, I haul horses, too, and I've hauled... I've hauled two-horse trailer. I've hauled four-horse trailer behind. But I, my motorhomes were a Bounder, and I had a 460 in it. Uh-huh. I had that. Um, I also had the Duramax in one of my motorhomes, that 6.6-liter okay. six, six uh, GM motor. I don't know that I'd buy a motorhome with the 6-liter Ford. I don't know that I'd buy a motorhome with the 6.4-liter. But I sure as heck would buy the 7.3 if you could find one. If you could find one, yeah. If you could find one. Yeah. And um and uh and, and did I tell you about the excursion I just bought? You did. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I um I've been looking for a seven three myself because I wanna I've got horses I I want to haul and I found an excursion that had really low miles. It's twenty years old. It has the seven three in it, 
and the possibilities are endless on how you can make that thing a romping, stomping, Chevrolet eating, <laughs> Ford eating vehicle. Yeah, it's just you can, and so a lot of fun. A, a lot of fun to to deal with is the old seven three, but the six seven Ford, the six seven Dodge. Um, you can't go wrong with either one of those in the application you're talking about. And you're going to have an Allison transmission behind at least two of those, yes, I think. Yes, I believe so. And and so, and so if you find something that's used, you're even better off because that person, if they've been hauling a boat that's got two axles on it and it weighs about the same as your horse trailer, then you're home free. Yeah. But um, I, I think you're just limited with just two diesels, and that's the Dodge and the uh, GM. Do not look at the V10. You can look at the V10. I've owned a V10 on a on a Ford chassis with a on a, with a bounder box on it, and I didn't have any problem with the V10. The V10s weren't the greatest motors when they first came out, but neither was any of the rest of them. So they used us as customers to help them figure out and fix the the damn pieces of crap that they sold us. But the V10 today is a good good motor. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and, and it's it's a good strong engine. And there's some modifications that you can make to all three of those motors to enhance the power level just a tad. That help you? I, well, yeah. I mean, this is. The, I mean, I, I figured now would be the time with the downturn in the economy for me to look for one uh, that would give me what I want. Okay. I'm tired of taking my horses to to a place and then going to a motel. I, I just. I'm, I'm just tired of doing that. So, I, I understand. I'm, so uh, I'm I'm looking for something that uh, my wife's boyfriend I can handle, and uh, uh, have the you know have okay. some fun with. Okay. Well, well, let me tell you, I've been married forty. It'll be forty-eight years here pretty quick. I married her when she was 10, okay? So just don't even ask me this right. next question on your mind. But um, my wife's driven every motorhome, including the one that we just bought on the Freightliner chassis. She drives that. So, um, you know, it's it's a matter of Renee's philosophy is if the nose will fit, the ass will fit. And that's not necessarily the case, but it is funny to hear a woman say that. But, but the, the, you know, your, your wife, um, it, there's lots and lots and lots of wives. And when we go to motorhome rallies, there's lots of wives that know how to drive those big rigs. Yep. From 30, I mean, you're going to be in the 28 to 36-foot range on the two-horse trailer that you're right, looking right, at. Right, right. And so, right. yeah, I, I think if, if she has conf- I mean, especially if you just let her, I wouldn't take her to Estes Park and have her run that one highway, that million-dollar highway in your new uh, motorhome with the trailer. But if you go from here to Tucson, that's a good place. That's where my wife kind of learned how to drive all of our coaches on the, on the straight runs from here to, you know, Albuquerque and stuff like that across the 40. So good luck to you, George. Thank you very much. And let's go to Jim. Jim, good morning. How can we help you? Hey, good morning. Um, I have my wife's um, 2013 uh, GMC Acadia is making some front-end noise. I, I'm, I'm a mechanic, uh, but I work on uh, rental equipment, United Rental type stuff. And and so most of my tools and most of my time are at my other job. And, and uh, I put shocks and struts all the way around after we purchased it last year. And I took it down, had an alignment done immediately, and everything was fine for a while, but it's just a year later, and the, the front end feels a little soft, but more than that, I'm getting a clunk when she turns 
Oh, I think it's all the way to the left, so I suspect there might be a rack and pinion problem, but it could just be loose strut or something. I'm not sure. Uh, and then very recently, the the left front tire is showing uh, a lot of inner tire wear, so I know her alignment is off. Okay. Um, okay. I'm looking for a good shop either up by my work, which is 101 and Highway 17, or down here in Glendale near 55th and Olive area. Okay. Well, up up on uh, I seventeen, and you, uh, you got Kurtz at Bell and I seventeen. You got Action Auto at um, where is he at? Deer Valley. Deer Valley. Yep. Deer Deer Valley and I seventeen. Yep. Yeah, that's um, right by my work, and that's Action Auto. Yeah, Action Auto, and uh, okay. I mean both of those guys um, are going to be able to help you. Here's to save yourself money. You know this, but I'm saying it for everybody else that's listening. Okay, you and I know this. Learn how to make the noise happen so you can sh- teach them how to do it. <laughs> and yeah. then your diagnostic yeah. is cut in half when you do that. <laughs> sure. But but the inside sure. wear is a concern. Yep. And um and then noise is a concern. But other than that, there's 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 nothing else that you said that, that uh, would 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 not let me let my let you and your wife take my grandkids to uh, Disneyland in that thing after you. Yeah, no, it. I I I'm, I'm comfortable with the car. I don't feel like it's unsafe or anything like yeah. that. But I, but I want to address this issue because I want to put new tires all the way around and and after. Uh, the repairs after uh-huh. the tires is a bad idea. Just get and, get, get and the I, repairs out of the way. Yeah, I think it, it, you just play it straight. I would appreciate it if you if you came into my shop and you said, "I work on equipment for a living. I work on big stuff for a living." But you guys, I want you to help me diagnose it. And so, can you have somebody come out? Can I demonstrate the noise? Can I look, show them the tire, and then you, what's your charge to check it out and give me an estimate to fix the the tire wear issue and fix the noise and uh, and and tell me what the diagnostic is, and then later you can tell me what the total price is going to be. That's the conversation. That's that's not a big yeah, deal. Yeah. Uh, well, I wish I would have. Um, I wish you would have called about two weeks ago when I had my genie forklift. And um, and I had no spark of fuel, and there was a six hundred dollar engine module on the son of a gun, and I was too oh, scared no. to change it. And then I took it in, and and they changed it, and it starts it runs really good, <laughs> but it cost a lot of money. But he knew, oh, well. and he had equipment that I didn't have. Right. I knew I had no spark and fuel. And it's that stupid little for you. And you know, I never should have bought that for you. Yeah. You got me all wound up. My underwear is caught in places <laughs> it doesn't belong. And, and well, uh, you take you take my number down, and you, you call me anytime you got equipment issues. <laughs> that that I can that I can manage no problem. And, and I have well, one last question. Maybe maybe you maybe you two are are familiar with this. This GMC uh, we purchased it used, um, and. If you're driving, let's say let's say my wife is doing 30 miles an hour, uh, uh, you know, on an inner inside road, and and uh, she lets off the gas. When she goes back to the to the gas, there's a uh, there's a lag, and then the acceleration kind of hits hard. It's not in the engine. It feels like play in the transmission. It's um, uh, and I'm wondering if that's a common. I, here's what I want you to do. I, I'm up against a brake, but I'm, that's what I want you to do. I want okay. you to do the same thing, but I want your left foot on the brake just enough to shine the brake light, and I bet the problem goes away. I bet the problem okay. goes away if you're shining the brake light with your left. Not enough to slow it down, just enough to shine the right. brake light. I think you're going in and out of overdrive, and that's what the clunk you're hearing. And that's very normal from 30 to about 45, 50 miles an hour. And so okay. I, I, I think you'll find that it's a transmission, and it's not a problem 
it's just that she's real light-footed. So she's not on it more than 30%, and she's backing off. And when you're sweet-spotting the throttle like that, it'll upshift on you. Yeah. And and when it gets into high gear, then you just barely touch the throttle, and the first things it wants to do is downshift. So try it my way, or pull it out of overdrive and have her go to drive and drive it, and I bet the problem goes away. I see. So if it's not shifting into overdrive, then you wouldn't have that lag. That's if right. That's the problem. That's right. Okay. okay. And you said it was Action Auto? Action Auto, I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner. Okay. Thanks so much. Thank you. Guys. You betcha. We'll be back right after this. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Hear the latest reporting and analysis on the big stories of the day on the Daybreak Insider podcast. It's top-notch reporting from SRN News, along with the sharpest insight from Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, Sebastian Gorka, and the voices of townhall.com. The Daybreak Insider podcast. It's your first look at today's top stories. Available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. I'm a firefighter. A teacher. I'm a farmer. I'm a barber. A waitress. A mom. We're all part of your community. Every day we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when you experience a moment of uncertainty. Something or someone's behavior that doesn't seem quite right. These are the moments to take a pause. Because if something doesn't feel right, it's probably not. It's not about paranoia. Or being afraid. It's about standing up and protecting our communities. One detail at a time. Because a lot of little details can become a pattern. We. 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 We trust our instincts. Just like you should. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Back everybody, 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, and we're going to go um, straight to the phone and, and get Gary, because he's been waiting. And we have four open lines available, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Gary, how are you? How can we help you? Good morning. Thank you. I have a que- uh, two questions on my 2000 Ford Super Duty 7.3. Okay. And that relates to the high-pressure oil hoses from the pump to the head. What kind of case of life do those have? Uh, What's their wear life? Mine are bone dry. They work fine. But I was just wondering, is that a wear item a guy should uh, do at a certain time? If, in my opinion, if you go to have that system serviced, replace the mm-hmm. hoses. Uh, uh-huh. Ford has updated those hoses. So I'm, I'm assuming you have the, you can physically see the steel braided hose? Yes, I can. Yes, mm-hmm. okay. So Ford has redesigned that a little bit and actually covered it so you can't see that steel braiding anymore. Some of those kind of chafe and when you grab them, you get stung. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, if you go to remove those at the age of the truck right now, they're probably not going to come off very easy, and they may not go back okay. on again. So that's why I say if you ever service that system, replace them. Okay. Uh, but other than that, if they're dry, leave them alone. Okay, great. And Appreciate I, it. And that's all I had. I yeah, just wanted I, to say one. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I just uh, thank you for that answer. And then, Mark, I had a statement for you. Okay. Okay. Uh, 
thank you for making me the best mechanic in my wife's eyes. You know why? <laughs> <laughs> because when you go to the doctor, tell him where it hurts and then back off and let him do his thing. And you know what? That serves a great purpose. Thank oh, you. You're, you're more than welcome. That's a great analogy. It is. That's it, great. It is. Yeah. It is. And, and you know, the, the high-pressure lines, um, I'm thinking, I don't know that we've ever had anybody come in. Now, when that high-pressure line blows, it's going to blow oil from the windshield all over the engine compartment and all the way down the underside of the truck and all over the tailgate. So you know when somebody comes in with a high-pressure hose that's blown. Right. I don't know that I've ever seen one of those. No. But that no. doesn't give – that's not to, to, to say to him, oh, just drive until they blow. That's not a good idea. Do they leak at the fittings? Yes. Yes. I, I don't know that I've ever seen one blow myself. Uh-huh. But keep in mind, if they do blow, that's 3,000 PSI oil. And it's going to empty the, the oil in the oil pan in the blink of two eyes. <laughs> right. Which is okay because once it runs out of oil, it doesn't run. So it stalls and it saves itself. But – but you have one hell of a mess. You got a mess for yeah. sure. You, yeah. I mean, you got black diesel oil everywhere, everywhere, all over, underneath the hood, and underneath the car, and on the tailgate. Yep. So you got no choice. Yep. And the guy behind you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy behind you. Yep. That's good. That's good. I like that. Yeah. That's good. Oh gosh, Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Uh, Brian and Thelma had a b- bad luck. They had a storm not too long ago that caved in some of the roof of their shop. Oh wow! So their insurance company stepped up. <clears throat> Brian's got some construction background, he, and his family stepped up, and him and Thelma and the shop put the shop back together. So the only shop in Mesa that I can put my name on and say he'll treat you fairly. He knows right from wrong. He's been around a long time. He has good technicians. That's Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. They've been in Mesa since 1970. They have a certified technicians and they're on main street just east of stapley so they're centrally located when it comes to mesa but he's the only shop there's been shops that have applied to be on mark salem's best car repair shops list but um, i'm kind of picky about geographics and i'm kind of picky about how long you've been in business and i haven't picked anybody so far that's been in business two years Um, i like to see 10 15 and 20 years of business because I was the worst businessman in the world the first two years I was in business because I was an asshole and I didn't. I thought I was right about everything and I was young and I was stupid. And my wife would say that that's still the case today. Right. <laughs> learned a lot over the years. And we did. We yes. learned a lot. Yes. We, we learned a lot. I, I can remember times where um, my wife goes, how'd that work for you? And I said, you know, if I could do that all over again, I'd sure do it different. Yeah. I'd sure do it different. Yeah. But um, but then again, that's just that's the way it is. Working on cars is not easy. The hardest part is is getting the customer just to answer our questions, and the answers are yes, no, or I don't know. And so don't make anything up. A lot of times, the wives and the females of the family will say, "Call my husband," and that's okay. We're willing to do that. You yep. are too. Yep, absolutely. And so we have the questions. This knocking noise is it turning right or turning left? Is it on the driver's side? Is it on the passenger side? I know that we're boring you to death, but we're trying to save you some money. If you don't answer any of these questions, I could spend $300 of your money trying to find it. But if you'll just talk to me, if you'll just tell, answer my questions, I think I can cut that number in half. Right. So it just makes a big difference with respect to that. When we, when, and the hardest part is, is that this, it only does it intermittently. And and my famous line is is you only have two choices. You wait till it gets worse and easier to find or we start spending money on guessing and that's all it is is just guessing. Right. And and to be honest with you on some of those guessing kind of things, I'm no better than 50/50. 
I'm no better than 50-50, but you're st- if you want to guess, then here's your menu. Pick one, and then right. we'll go from there. Right. These yeah. are things that have fixed your problem. So, anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and I think we're going to be coming up on 30 here in just a minute. The lines are wide open. There's five of them. And we can do gas motors and we can do diesel motors, but just <clears throat> that both of us are in the diesel and, and I'm in the gas business. But you're in the gas business to some extent as well, right? To some extent, yeah. yeah. The 2% that it, I work on every now and then. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and and we started with the diesels at 2%. Right. And they're probably about 35 to 50% now. But we're also doing uh, some of the stuff, the uh, the ads, you know the tires and the wheels and the sure. exhaust and all sure. that kind of stuff, just like you do. Yep. But but we're we're miles apart. Nate is up at I seventeen and Pinnacle Peak Road, and um, our shop is in South Tempe. So while we're the very best of friends, and and, and you know I, somebody said the other day, how well do you know Nate? And I said really really well. And they said, well, I mean, what happens if somebody comes up to you and says, well, Nate said that you don't know what you're talking about. And I said, well, first of all, if you if you see Nate, Nate's like eight foot nine inches tall, and he's not one I'm likely to be able to whip. But I am going to call him and ask him why if he said that. But but the idea is is that that um, when you're friends in the in the industry, it means a lot. Yes, it's 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 just a matter of you respect. Now, there's other guys that do tires and wheels in town that I respect. There's other guys that do exhaust that I respect. Yep. But we each have a geographical area that we can work in. And there's plenty of work to go around. Oh, that's the truth. Yeah. And Gil, what'd you say? Okay, thank you, thank you for that. Because see, Gil knows me now. Yeah, Gil. He says, Mark's completely lost control of the show. Of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and so he says, one minute, Mark, one minute. And so it's 15 seconds, 16 seconds. So I really have like 45 seconds to just kill. Yeah. So we'll talk about Nate at Strictly Diesel, I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. And you started doing business when? 2005. 2005. And we met shortly after that. Yep. And that's yep. because one of the tool truck guys said, if you haven't talked to this guy, he really is a diesel guy. And that's when we first start talking. And you, I've always been impressed with your, your knowledge and your ability on the Chevy and the Ford and the Dodge. And you can imagine, folks, that I call Nate every once in a while and ask him, hey, this is what I'm faced with. Uh, help me out. Anyway, we got open lines available, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. You have one in five chance of getting an open line and we'll do our best to answer your question. I'm Mark Salem. He's Nate. We'll be back. Viewers are raving about Uncle Tom, too. I came out of the theater stunned. Everything I believed and was taught was a complete and malicious lie. This film has the potential to wake people up and change the course of America. Viewers who watch the first Uncle Tom are even more impacted by Uncle Tom 2. Uncle Tom was terrific. Uncle Tom 2 was nothing short of amazing. It's completely shocking in some parts, gut-punching in others. You've got to see this movie. Uncle Tom 2 by executive producer Larry Elder and filmmaker Justin Malone. Watch Uncle Tom 2 today on SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Everyone should share this with their family family and friends and it should be required viewing in every school across the country watch uncle tom 2 today at salemnow.com available by stream or dvd uncle tom 2 at salemnow.com that's salemnow.com this is the story of a very special woman In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. 
She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces, just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Dad! Come on! Over here! Look at this, Dad! Over Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. Is the moment I knew that for him... You can't even see the top of that thing! Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go, like hiking, biking, fishing, or camping. Or do your own thing when you get there with family and friends. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Music is a bridge between the material and the spiritual. My name is Harvey Lauer, and I'm 82. As a blind person, you have to be aware that nobody can tell you what you can or can't do. You really have to try things. My folks got me a little radio in 1940, and that was the best Christmas present I ever got. When I was 11 years old is when I started to uh, play music, play the piano, and then the accordion, and then the cello. My wife, who was also blind, was a good cook. When she died, that's when I started Meals on Wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. All about that demon automobile, the metal monster with the polygraph wheels. Welcome everybody, 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Nate from Strictly Diesel sitting next to me, and he's here helping me out with car questions and stuff like that. So we're going to go. We have three lines open right now, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We're going to go to Randy. And, Brian, you stay right there because you're number two. But, Randy, how can we help you? Uh, good afternoon. Um, I have a question regarding a, a Buick Riviera. This is 74. Now, it's been sitting up in my garage now for a few years, but it's still in good condition. My question to you, uh, real brief, is what are some good garages in the Metro Phoenix area, uh, you know, okay. that I could have this vehicle uh, looked at? Um, okay. What are some credible garages that I could take this vehicle to? All right. Where do you live? I live in the North Phoenix area. I live off, well, my um, major crossroad would be Thunderbird Road. Okay. 
and and I seventeen or Scottsdale Road or I seventeen. Okay, okay. All right. Well, um, we've got uh, Action Auto. Um, your 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 old Riviera. Um, we all grew up on that car, so I'm sending you to guys that drove that car, that probably kissed a girl on that car, that uh, worked yeah. on that car, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So Action that Auto. Car, is, a lot of Action Auto. Action Auto is I-17 okay. and Deer Valley Northwest Corner. Um, okay. A little further south from him is Kurtz Automotive, I-17 and Bell. Okay. Um, both Kurtz and Action, we, we know that car inside and out. We know the air conditioning. We know the ignition. We need fuel. We know everything. We know the alignment specifications by heart probably. So th- that's a wonderful car. You know it's a wonderful car. It's a big old boat with a big motor. <laughs> yes, yes, 455. It's uh, 22 feet long. Yeah. Uh, but you know what, uh, Mark, wow. if you've seen that car uh, fully restored, uh, you couldn't take your eyes off of it. This one is burgundy, you know, Yeah. and I'm going to keep it this color. Uh, but it's a thing of beauty, and when it's restored, you're talking about power. Well, you know what the motors are like uh, from that era. But, yeah. Uh, they're, they're truck motors, basically. They're that powerful. But appreciate you giving me this. Uh, okay, now, now know, I'm going uh, to draw a distinction here, okay? Action Auto and, and Kurtz Automotive are good for normal maintenance, uh, normal repairs, and stuff like that. Right. Neither one of them do okay. restos. If you're going to do a restoration, if... You're going to do a right. restoration. You got to go to Blackwell, and he's right, over on he uh, Greenway and 40th Street. But Greenway. I last time I talked to him, he's like a year behind, and so. But okay. if you go to his shop and say, "I want to walk through your shop. I want to see some of the cars you're doing," he'll do a right. restoration with respect to putting it back the way it was when it was new. Or he'll take your Riviera and put a new air conditioning system in it and improve the carburetor and improve the relays and improve some of the electrical on the front end. I mean, we can always update those cars without effect negatively affecting the, the performance or the, the value of the car. But Blackwell's right. the resto guy, but either Kurtz or, uh, or Action can do the maintenance on it. And, and they both, both of those guys were around when your car first came out. I'll say. Now, I, you know, I, I know you're not uh, Barry Jackson, but if I had that car fully restored, uh, I could get at least, would you say, 30 maybe? You know, I don't know the answer to that, and I'm a terrible guy to ask that to, but um, I'll, I'll tell you what I will do for you, okay? If what? you'll email me the car information, mark okay. at marksalem.com. Mark okay. with a K at marksalem.com. Right. I happen to know mm-hmm. a guy over at Bear Jackson, and I'm going to say to him, hey, run this 64 Riviera through and give me the pranges and give me the quality, and he'll do that for me. Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, you you have a quality program. I, Thank I you. listen every chance I get, uh, and you take care. Thank All you. Right. Thank you very much. Thank you for your con- kind words, too. Brian, you're up next. How can we help you, buddy? Hey, Mark. Um I do a lot of my own maintenance and wrenches for years of my own cars and stuff. Um, and I've been looking around for a scanner. I don't need a $4,000, $5,000 scanner that obviously you use in a show. But I was trying to fi- figure out, you know, the price range goes from, you know, less than $50 to thousands. 
trying to find out what basic features you might recommend, what systems, hey, get one that at least does, you know, the ABS and transmission and engine or, you know, just trying to find some information there. What is a good, um, what features you would at least want to be able to recommend without spending thousands? Does that make sense? Nate, you got a comment? I want to say, check check out Auto Ingenuity. I want to say they're a Phoenix-based company. But we used to sell their product quite a bit for 7.3 and 6.0 stuff. Uh, it's laptop-based. I think it's a download now. There may be a box you get with some stuff and what have you. But check out their pricing, and, and that might be exactly what you want because it's better than the AutoZone scanner, and it's 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 well, not as complicated as the ones we have at our shop. But, yeah. you know, yeah, it, it, it's a good base. Oh, now, so you're going to open the door. And shoved me through the door. Why am I shoving? Because can you see my, the the veins in my neck? I, I, I'm teasing you. I know. Let me let me explain, Brian. And, and I'm going to take a break okay. right after I get done with this, so I can cool off. <laughs> the scanner is going to give you codes that doesn't tell you what's wrong with the car. It gives right. you the code. That's a guess from somebody in China. Okay, so they can guess right. all they want. Right. O2 sensor codes can be caused by a head gasket that's blown. So you, you have those problems. But serial stream data, you want some device, and, and I agree with your platform, a PC-based platform that plugs into the assembly line data link, the ALDL connector, that gives you serial stream data because that's what we do. We right. go look at the serial stream data. We know what it's supposed to say. We know what it's supposed to do. And if it's running rich and the O2 sensor screaming 0.9.9.9, then okay, it's running rich and the O2 sensor sees that. On the other hand, if the O2 sensor screaming 0.1.1 and it says it's running rich, it's after the O2 sensor that's causing the problem. But this, the the number, what you need is something with serial stream data. Otherwise, you want to see the actual data. And with that, and some books that probably come with the the problem, the the uh, the, the product you talked about, then they're going to give you those parameters. Yep. It's not that hard. Let me just give it to you, real simple. Real simple. Everything in the car is one to five volts. One is low, five is high. That's all there is to it. <laughs> so engine vacuum, yep. no matter if it's throttle, no matter if it's timing, no matter what it is, it's one to five. And one is low, and five is high. That's it. And so once you figure that out, then you'll be able to do your own stuff. i got to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Why are the midterm elections so critical? Remember Afghanistan? The extraordinary success of this mission. This is now the deadliest attack on U.S. forces in Afghanistan in more than a decade. Remember this pledge from the presidential pulpit? You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Seth, tell them about the Battleground Talkers Tour coming October 23rd, featuring yourself, Mike Gallagher, Charlie Kirk, Brandon Tatum, and more. This November's election is the most important in the history of America. We will either double down on the Democrats' blueprint for socialism, or we will begin to fight back for freedom. 960 The Patriot and Wired Differently invite you to join us with the most energetic and brightest conservative minds, along with some special guests, to discuss the stakes and the import of what we all must know. Get your tickets right now at 960thepatriot.com. Brought to you in part by Midas Gold and Job Creators Network. Hey, is that a faucet running? Nope, that's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. It is? Yeah. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. The water comes straight from the forest to us. In fact... What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum! That's not a vacuum. 
That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. How do trees clean the air? They soak up the dirty air on their leaves, branches, and trunks, which means clean air for us. Hmm. Cool. I didn't know that. Yep. But the forest does more than give us clean air and water. It gives us shade for hot days, birds to listen to, and trees to climb. Wow. That's awesome. I didn't know how cool the forest could be. Hey, let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does, just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, tail-wagging, backyard-hanging, and, of course, companionship. And what breed would you say Satchmo is? I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier hound chihuahua-looking kind of mix. Tremendous dog. Mm, I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring, a white, gray, brown, black brindle, simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance, so common with this group. And finally, the loving face lick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. And uh, we're sitting here with Nate from Strictly Diesel. And uh, Nate does diesel work. He, uh, he, I asked him to bring me some information, and he said, here's a GMC Sierra pickup truck that we just worked on with a 6.6. Here's a Ford F-350 that has a 6-liter. Six liter. Six liter. I thought most of those had gone to the boneyard nope, right now. No, not even they're close. S- they're still there? They're all over. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then he's got a Dodge Ram with a 6.7, which will be there forever and ever. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what Alan says. If you keep driving the truck the way you drive the truck, Dad, and haul those big tractors up and down the mountain, and, 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 and I'm looking at your EGTs because it's recording all that for me. And I said, son, aluminum melts at 1,100. And right. so far, I haven't melted any pistons. Yeah. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Exactly right. Yeah. You're exactly right. Okay, so have you had somebody that brought in a, a truck on a tow truck where the motor was just scattered? Yes. And and so give me the one, two, three before the motor scattered. Well, that's always the question. We never get the full answer. Give me your best guess. Uh, fully loaded, wide open, up the mountain, okay. trying to do 80. Okay. And, oh, by the way, I change my oil every 20,000. And, you know, okay. I run it low at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And so this thing comes in and it blows everything out the bottom of the motor? Yeah. Just Rod, rods everything out. Just blew it up from the inside out? Yep. And and was there signs of melting from EGTs before that? We never take, on, on an instance like this, the motor doesn't come apart. Okay. We just replace the assembly. Right. So chances are yes. Okay. But I would have liked to have dropped a camera down in the the, the glow plug uh, area and look at the top of the piston to see what uh, what EGTs would do. Exhaust gas temperatures. Well, that I have seen. It does change the piston. It melts it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Now, yeah. when people say, what kind of EGTs should I stay away from, what do you say? 1250 or below. Okay, because that's where aluminum melts. <laughs> right. 
1250 or below is where you want to stay. Anything exactly. over that? Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be in that that 1250 and above area very long. Correct. Very long. Correct. Yeah. Not too long ago, Alan looks at mine and he goes, I, I see it, it recorded 1500. And I was, I said, that was going downhill, son. <laughs> <laughs> I had just picked up a bobcat, and I was bringing it up to the mountain. Uh-huh. And I came up the mountain, and I looked down, and I, I had warning bells come on. And I knew, I just, and really, um, it, all I did was, is I slowed down a little bit, and I, dro- I dropped, a, dropped a gear to give me a little bit more power. Yep. And, I, and I, I backed off the throttle maybe 400 RPM, and it cooled right down. Yep. And so it, it wasn't, much. It's, yeah, it doesn't take much to recover from stupid. Right. And that's Dodge, Chevy, and Ford. That's all Would you of them. agree? That's all, all of them. them. That's yeah. right. And, and the truck I spoke of, by the way, that scattered was a Cummins. Oh, is that right? Just throwing it out there. Okay. No, no. I, uh, I, I can. T- I can. If if somebody would say, um, I'll give you ten thousand dollars if I can put cameras underneath the, the hood of your car, and I want you to blow up your motor. If I can put a motor in for ten grand, I'm game. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But but no, we know it's no different. There's there isn't a motor out there that you and I, not diesel or gas, that we couldn't blow up if we wanted to. Sure. Just advance the timing until she rattles like a a big dog and take it out there and uh, on a Sunday day and climb Mount Ord right. as fast as you can. Right. I'm, I'm not suggesting that you do that. I'm just giving an example of hey, if you wanted to blow up your motor, you could do it that way. Right. But there's enough people out there popping their motors, <laughs> and and I don't I don't understand. In order to have the thing come in on a tow truck and the and the motor to be junk from front to back. You can't tell me you didn't hear anything and you didn't have any warning lights. I agree with that statement. Yes, there had to be something giving you a telltale that was like, oh, something's wrong. I should probably slow down or stop or something. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, there's there, it's, And then the computer is, is, is scheduled to give you a, this parameter. When you walk up to the end parameter and you stay there for a long period of time, sometime the newer model cars, and certainly for the last five years or so, they'll start taking away your foot throttle. They'll right. start backing it off. They're, they're going right. to say, I'm not going to let you damage me. But on some of the ones that are a little older than that, we don't have those protections built in. There's usually an overspeed code. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when it comes in on a tow truck and the whole bottom of the motor's blown out on the ground, yeah. and then you have an overspeed code. Yeah. And that's vehicle speed. That's not engine speed. But obviously they relate. So, yes. Yeah. And, and that's the dad says, well, and then the story goes, my son took this out. On it with a bunch of guys, and they decided to go up in Four Peaks and, and play around, and they towed it back in. What do you think? Uh-huh. <laughs> he tried to climb Four Peaks with the truck. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> somewhere along the line, he went too fast. Exactly. That's really what it boils down to. Is somewhere yeah. along the line, he went too fast. There was a hold my beer moment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah watch this. You've got to say that. Watch yeah. this. Hold my beer, yeah. and then all hell breaks loose. Yep. But you've been a part of that, though. Sure. Okay. We all have. When, that's how we learn. Yeah. It, it, and through the grace of God, in my case, God had to teach me a couple of times, and each each time it was progressively more expensive. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So you, you get to the point where you go, okay, I know, I know where the boundary is. Right. I know where the boundary is. Yep. Tires. Selling a lot of tires. I don't sell tires at all. Okay. No. Are, no. Do you have a preference uh, with respect to brands, or do you have a preference? What would see that the off-roaders are using one particular brand over another, or anything like that at all? No preference. Okay. When I, I tell people go to Discount Tire. We we seem to have a decent relationship with them, so you know they take care of us. I as far as preference myself, I, I I'll buy a Cooper, mm-hmm. or uh, what's the other brand name right now? I can't think of. 
But I, I will stay away from the Firestone and the Michelin. I won't buy those anymore for just problems that I've had in the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we're just like everybody else and many of our customers because of something that happened in the past. Right. I don't want Valvoline because in 1932, my dad had lost a motor. Exactly. And, and we had to all eat oatmeal for a week because the, uh, the he had Valvoline in it. Yeah. So we yeah. hear that all the time. Yeah. But it 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 is amusing to me, and in a in a in a in a bad way. It's not I'm not supposed to be amused, but it is amusing because you, you get somebody towed in and you look underneath it and the, the oil pan's missing <laughs> and there's holes in the side of the block. Yeah. And you go, I can hardly wait to hear this story. Exactly. And yeah. and inevitably, it's the person that's standing in front of you is telling you in a third party way. He said this, or he said that, and it could be the wife talking about her husband. It could be the husband talking about his wife, or it could be the husband talking about his his son or right. his daughter or whatever. But it's always kind of in a third-person kind of thing. Sure. And the answer is, is it really doesn't make any difference what happened. It's the recovery, you know. What's happened has happened. And when we when you put a new motor back in it, you're going to go drive it, and you're going to make sure the parameters are all good. You're going to go through all the serial stream data, and you're going to look at all the historical stuff. You're going to clean up a lot of the historical stuff. Just clean it and, and get rid of it. But but you'll have a good idea of what happened right. uh, on the backside of that of that transaction. How yep. often are you doing motors? Lately, quite yeah. a bit. And so are we. Yeah. I don't know what what why why do you have a rationale for that? I mean, we we just came through the summer. And we, we're just doing we're just doing an abnormal amount. We we could talk about this. I think the rest of the day, but I, I I've got to believe it's partly economy and guys don't want to spend six figures on a new truck. Uh, so I like what I have. I'll fix it and and keep on going for a few more years. You know, I would have never guessed that, but I agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah. Um. I I say to people, yes, the engine. All right, give me a give me a six liter replacement, long block replacement, off the top of your head. Uh, Thirteen to fifteen. Okay, and that includes yeah. all the oil, all the filters, all the belts, all the hoses, all the antifreeze, all the labor, all the parts, everything. I mean, that's sales tax, everything. It'd probably be a little more with all the hoses and belts and everything else, but yeah, okay. it's in that area. All right, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, it's difficult to to bid it, and so most of us are going to bid it high. And six liters are coming in right now, not so much with head gasket issues anymore, but now they're leaking oil. Oh, yeah. So I can either repair your oil leaks and do the head gaskets for this, or we put a complete assembly in, and it's cheaper. And update you. And update you at yes, the same time. at the same time. Yep, yep. Though, though, but it's that way in, in cars and, and trucks and sport utility vehicles and all that other kind of stuff. I think the every motor we fix has been damaged by, and I say this with a smile, the nut behind the wheel. Absolutely. Whether they'll admit it or not. Yeah. Every motor we've replaced has been damaged by over a tremendous overheat, or they ran it low on oil or out of oil, or they did something wrong, and, and that, somebody abused it. And those nuts include you and me. Oh, no. So, I, uh, yeah. I, and I say to them, the reason I know what, how this motor met its God is because I had a motor that looked like this one time, exactly. and I knew the driver. Yeah, <laughs> I exactly. knew it. I knew what happened. Yep. Yep. So it's just one of those things. It's no different than when somebody brings a, a four-wheel drive in, and, and I had one the other day. The drive shaft's got a big bend in it, and the drive shaft's no longer attached to the differential, and the whole bottom of the bed's beat up, Ooh. and the back of the transfer case is blown up. Yeah. So somebody was jumping it. Yeah. And they bent the drive shaft, and they kept their foot on the gas, and that drive shaft just vibrated and blew up everything it was touching. Yep. And it just came in on the tow truck, and it was just, you look at it, and you go, we're talking from the flywheel of the motor backwards. 
exactly. everything's new. Yeah, exactly. And you're going to be in a big trouble. Yeah. But it's it's sometimes it's it's one of those things that you and I were kids and 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 teenagers at one time or another. But I find it it's kind of to be there when dad and son are there, you know, and dad, dad's talking and he keeps looking at the son and the son doesn't really want to talk. Yeah. Son doesn't want to say anything. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't want to offer up any suggestions no. or how did it happen or anything Usually like that. Usually heads down and, and yeah. yeah, he's quiet. Yeah. So. And so, yeah. and there's nothing really that we as owners can do to help him. It's just really a matter of, well, let us look at it and we'll give you an estimate for the repair. That's all there is to it. Yep. But w- we're seeing that with diesels. We're not seeing it for the with a lot of other passenger cars, even those little front wheel drive ying 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 cars that the kids like. We're not seeing a lot of those that bring that come in with all torn up. But the diesels, of course, weigh a little bit more and they have a little bit more torque. And when you yeah. get them stuck, you can you can usually bury the throttle and get all four tires spinning. And you may not move an inch, but you can exactly. get all four tires spinning. Yep. So yep. it makes a difference. Yep. Well, we talked about oil tires. We we sell a lot of Toyo tires. Um, Toyo tires are made in Atlanta, Georgia, and Alan got an opportunity to go to their factory. Wow. And it's pretty special in, in how they kick tires out that don't pass the t- tests, and then they rotate them back, and they do an examination and all this other kind of stuff. So um, I, I tell people, I know that the Toyo tires sounds like Japanese and sounds like this, but these are made in Atlanta, Georgia. And, and here's kidding. more important than you go out there into the parking lot, and there's seven Salem vehicles there. My wife and my kids and grandsons and grand and they all have Toyos on them. Our rental cars, our shop trucks, everything has Toyos on them. Nice. That's just that's one of the tires that we like, and we okay. like our relationship with the tire company more than anything else. Good to know. Yeah. It's, it's not really a matter of them doing anything for us or buttering our bread or giving us discounts or nothing like that at all. It's really just a matter of we have a good tire and a good product, and they stand behind it. And, and if we have a problem, we work through it together. Right. And so, and it's the same kind of relationship that we had with BF Goodrich in the 70s yeah. and with Michelin in the 90s. Right. So it was, it's the same kind of a relationship, a good relationship between the installer and the tire maker. That's good. And and we both need to do our job well, otherwise we're going to blacken the eye of either ourselves or the tire company. Exactly. And the tire company won't be shy about saying, no, I'm not taking that black eye. Salem probably should have put more weights on that tire. Or I don't understand why he's got 11 pounds of lead on the tire. I think his balancer was needed to be recalibrated. Right. right. Those kinds of things. Sure. So anyway, uh, folks, if you need information about car stuff or anything like that at all, you can go to MarkSalem.com. It's easy to go. We have FAQs there, and I think there's 50 or 60 of them. And the FAQs are there because the same question's been asked on many radio shows time and time again. So we keep track of the questions, and then we turn around and, uh, and we create an FAQ about them. On there is also the best car repair shops, according to Mark Salem. These are guys that I know. These are guys that are really good at what they do, and they're geographically spread out throughout the uh, the uh, Phoenix metropolitan area. So if you're looking for a garage, you can go there to MarkSalem.com. I don't make any commission on, on the bill. I'm not involved in, the, in your relationship with the shop other than if there's a problem. And to be perfectly honest with you, I'm lucky enough to tell you this. I might have one problem a year that I can't that can be fixed in 10 minutes and that's how quick it can be. So there is a a, a certain pattern there that, that 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 we have time and time again. So mark at marksalem.com is my email address mark at marksalem.com. See you next Saturday here on KKNT. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.